0: all
1: right we got to ask ourselves who is better for doctor girlfriend the monarch or 21
0: monarch monarch
1: i think so you know 21 he, he sees like oh i'm such a nice guy too. you know he's gonna be like really clingy like in a few weeks yeah
0: he's gonna be really clingy and also just like girl, dr girlfriend couldn't date anyone competent i feel yeah. like that's not i feel like she'd go crazy
1: she needs like the slight codependence she needs a project there. yeah yeah a
2: guy also a guy with like a, a vision and a dream who's doing his own thing
1: the thing you can you can't yeah. say about the monarch for whatever his flaws he's not boring and there, it's more exciting to be with him than with twenty-one. With twenty-one, he would just play video games with her all the time. So yeah, yeah no, Here, I let's agree. Let's ask
0: a more interesting question. What? Who'd be better for Doctor Girlfriend, the Monarch or noted actor Brad Pitt? The tabloids are all gossiping about these two lovebirds being seen canoodling.
1: Mm. Hope the Monarch doesn't see that.
0: So yeah. hey, everyone. It'd be so funny if like you just like you you picked up like Us Weekly or whatever, and it's like. <laughs> yeah, ben got
2: Ta- by <laughs> let me you weren't talking come on <laughs> anyway you, you venture brothers season four part two uh <laughs> this this is the back half of the season the first part of the show released in the 2010s uh yeah. so we're out of the, the early 2000s uh i'm just gonna come out and say this i i Fucking love this chunk of episodes. Yeah. I think every single one of these is good. I think yeah. like every single one of these might make my top ten list when we get around that, making that. And like
1: Yeah, it's real good.
2: You're gonna it's notice that Andy's
0: good. gonna be talking a lot in this episode, which is kind of me and Spencer's equivalent of like giving a, a small autistic child a Rubik's cube. Look, you gotta give me
1: these episodes. This oh, is like 100 percent buddy. We'll let yeah. you cook.
0: No, of course. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess there's there's the question okay,
1: good. is is there like <laughs> enough here
2: to like justify doing this as its own season and i would say yeah i would say there are like not in terms of like big characters although certain certain cast members do get a lot more screen time this season like i would, I would say, there's say a lot more sh-
0: even if it isn't enough have you listened to this podcast before
1: <laughs> look i think not gonna be a
0: fucking issue
1: Yeah, we literally, we literally just recorded a bonus episode, two bonus episodes. Yeah. Where we did not talk about the subject at hand. And we are not changing (laughs) that. No, come on, I want to talk about this. Oh, no, go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. No, just in
0: the last... Honestly, me and Spencer are just going to... I mean, I'm sending some job applications, so we're just going to be doing that, and you can just talk to your heart's content, little buddy.
2: I mean, okay, like, looking over, like, the things that are different, I think the big thing is it was introduced a bit in last season, but this season... The Sphinx crew is just front and center all over this season. That is true. And uh Shore Leave especially. Shoreleave is like
1: a very important character. He's great. He's yeah. he fucking rules. He's the he's the gay man I wish I was.
0: Instead of the gay man that you actually are
1: yeah no he, he's he's so he's got so much gay guy swag i love i love that yeah. he gets to be like a campy prissy gay guy and just also a cool guy who kills people yeah yeah no, he's
2: great like that's probably the big but they're you know they're, i think I, I i don't know how you guys feel about this because you were pretty divisive about it last time and honestly for fair reasons i think the stuff with phantom limb this this half is a lot better it is i, yeah. was, yes. I,
0: I felt like i was more down with phantom limb than either of you last season Am I completely making that up?
2: I definitely like. I mean, I, I know Spencer thought this guy, but I
0: didn't.
2: I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. But the like, the Revenge Society stuff, it's really good. I also really like how they use Richard Impossible, which, by the way, new voice actor. Yeah. Uh, I he's not Steve Colbert, but I do definitely like the new guy. I think. Do you know who, you
0: know who the new guy is?
2: I don't know who he is off Bill the top of my head. I can look it up. It's William
0: Hader. William Hader. Okay, Bill what, Hader.
1: He
0: was from SNL. Guess so. He was in he was in the It movie, if you remember that one. Uh if you Did remember you if, see the
1: gears turning in Andy's head.
0: Yeah. If you remember the scene where Professor Impossible showed up, he also voiced Phineas Phage. By the way, if Spencer was playing that character, we all know what he'd be called.
1: What would he be called?
0: Spencer Phage. Oh, uh,
1: okay, okay, okay. Hey, that yeah. makes sense. Because I mean, my name's yeah. Spencer. Alright. Andy, I'm completely on board with you. This is the best the show's ever been. It's, it's, it's really fun. It hit a really good stride with the comedy stuff and the elaborate lattice work of stories that they want to tell. Yeah. This has, yeah. I think, my favorite episode of the entire show. In- I, I
2: gee, I, I think I know without even I think it is one hundred percent it is everybody
1: comes to Hanks. Oh, of course. You know me. You oh, know well, I know you. Yeah, and that one is it's up there. I love it's, my noir bullshit. It's one of the funny. it's just one of the flat funniest stories. You also done. love
2: stories that have dark pedophilic undertones, and boy, does that one.
1: Yeah, it's 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 like a gray pedophilic undertone.
2: It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's more gross than anything. Yeah. It's, I, yeah, no. no like, but the
1: the, the Does he, gray it,
0: pedophilic it, just mean like you're molesting a kid with colorblindness? <laughs>
1: actually that's a myth that's more like purple and yellow pedophilia yeah though.
0: you actually can't molest kids with colorblindness
1: uh no it's it's great i yeah if you have, if you have...
2: <laughs> <laughs> should she cut that did she cut that i don't know i think like maybe she should
1: i can't rip on that that's just like. It's just, that's not. That's not. That's not a joke. That's like. That's a dead rat you bring to my door. Like I can't riff on a dead rat.
0: Yeah. yeah no. I agree. Yeah, I, no. I have a lot of trouble riffing off of like Chris Rock and Cat Williams and stuff. <laughs> you know, because they're so much funnier than I am. Yeah. And the things that they say are so funny. I'm like, I can't compete with that. I totally get that feeling.
1: All right. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But it's pretty good.
2: Like. You know, but I I also think like last season, you could definitely feel this. This is the most serialized chunk of episodes they've ever done. We're like, we're doing two parters that connect into each other. The whole thing is Hank and Dean. What are they going to do now that they've graduated from bed? You know, there's,
0: there's like a real like
2: structure
1: and flow to this season that I really appreciate. Well, here's, here's what I like about it. And it's, it's that it's serialized, but what (laughs) What really, yeah, I don't know what my voice did there. It uh, It was just
0: like it was like for a second you turned into like a Victorian dandy on a fainting couch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened there. I realized as I said that there was was, like what the fuck? Did like something detonate in my throat or whatever?
0: It was like it was like someone injected it was like someone injected you with the pansy gene and it was over in like point five. I had the
1: homosexual version of like a petite mall seizure. It was not good. (laughs) How? No,
2: it doesn't happen again.
1: No, it'd be funny if it just keeps increasingly happening.
0: Oh my god, he's he's going through full pansification.
1: Yeah, no. It's serialized, but the stakes episode to episode are usually pretty low, which I really yeah. like because I like in this show when they mix, like, you know, they have this huge lattice work of superheroes and supervillains and all this, like, intricate shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there
0: i just sneezed
1: yeah all right but um have you
0: never done that before
1: it was that's a very funny. high-pitched yeah, sneeze. yeah no that
2: was a i saw a spider reaction yeah a second. Like,
0: yeah you yelped a, i have a very womanly sneeze i don't know what the issue is <laughs> you
1: have a dainty sneeze i don't know maybe there's something in the air with all of us maybe maybe andy's maybe voice that, will yeah, drop maybe, you know that's yeah, it's called funny.
0: doing
2: side two recordings in a row yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Do you know how sometimes when, like, we're having, like, a pretty silly one, Spencer will go on that old sawhorse and be like, this is a gas leak episode. Right? There's gas leaking in our house. Uh, that's what's happening here, but it's, like, pacification gas. I yeah. feel like
2: Spencer hasn't said gas leak in six months. Like, I'm not saying you're I said it
1: just- in the 5,000 fingers episode. I'm almost oh, positive okay, I said fair. that.
2: Yeah. yeah. enough.
1: no I do be saying that a lot it's fine
0: he do be saying that every other episode which is funny because I just haven't thought about at a point point you just gotta think like oh no they're all this weird you know
1: yeah it's just a gas leak podcast
0: yeah I'm just I'm just I just have like brain damage like that's all it comes down to
1: but you know episode to episode the stories that they tell here is all just about like very quotidian bullshit and a lot of it's just characters being assholes or annoying that's what i like about this show i don't care about all the like intricate lore i like the just very mundane character interactions that are anchored by this weird fucking hanna-barbera bullshit they have in the background and they nail it perfectly here
0: no for sure it's i will say if i were to have any maybe qualms with this episode or with this season it's that I think they are kind of leaning on that thing that a lot of comedy shows do as it goes on for a while, you know, especially stuff, you know, stuff like Bob's Burgers or like The Office or whatever, where it's like more of the humor is coming from the characters be, being idiosyncratic than it comes from actual joke writing. But like that,
2: you know what? That is absolutely 100% a fair read on this show. But yeah. This is, oh man, we have all the dynamics we like. Aren't yeah. they so fun? And to be yeah, fair, exactly. they're real they're fucking fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like seeing these characters interact, even though I think just I prefer having the the kind of just like strict and like structured joke writing that some of the earlier seasons brought, you know?
1: No, 100%. But if you're going to do that type of indulgence, I think this is a good way to do it. Because this is yeah. really fun. Pretty awesome all around. And sure. I, I, I don't know. It's I don't have a ton to say. It's I also love that they're finally letting a. Uh, hank and dean kind of split off into their own people they're finally getting a handle on what separates the two and it's it's very nice there's just great character development across the board and god i respect so much how like you know especially in regards to character development how they just keep pushing rusty lower and lower and lower they just keep it worse and worse and worse worse. that is what i respect the most about this show i think (laughs) what yeah we can hear you Die. Uh oh. Oh, I guess he couldn't. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Oh, wasn't recording. What the hell?
0: So um, we're going to get to it in the back half. I honestly think that like the new degradation of Rusty this episode or this season kind of maybe even goes too far or at least far enough that like they need to address it in a meaningful way and they just don't.
1: I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He yeah. I don't know. He He's just such a loathsome yeah. piece of shit. And oh, I think the show, that? I I don't want to be seeing that shit. I'll get too horny while we're recording. <laughs> okay. That's fair. <laughs> But um, no, I, I, I think what the show does a good job of, maybe they don't treat that specific thing too seriously, but they do a good job of like making it abundantly clear that every single character on the show would be better off if Rusty was dead. And that's yeah, like- Especially Rusty. Especially yes. Rusty. So that's what I like. And again, just across the board, I mean, there's some characters that are kind of static like Brock, but you know, Brock's just great as he is. But you know, the way that they kind of build- up makes
0: Brock on... great as he is? Hmm? What? What? I think Brock looks really weird in this season.
1: A little. Huh? <laughs>
0: Maybe. I guess. I, I don't think I, I think this art style is like fun, but I think it does not serve serve Brock at all. Like
1: Yeah, he's got some angles and vertices.
0: There, do you remember the episode where he's talking with Hank about like not, you know, Hank, he's like, oh, oh to, yeah. Oh th- yeah, when he, you brought s- that up,
2: that episode. With and him, there's that like one face that's
0: entirely like the most uncanny valley thing I've ever seen. Forward
2: facing at the camera. Yeah. Okay, I can't. Here, let me see I, like was gonna, gonna I was gonna be a little like, I don't think that. I do get where you're coming from. Yeah. I do think that's, that's a valid, yeah. Yeah, I get you.
1: Yeah, no. But, I don't know, I like the, they deepen Dr. Girlfriend's character a little bit with their interactions with 21. I don't know, it's just that they're focusing a lot more on, like, fleshing out the characters a little bit this season, in addition to being close to the top of their game with other stuff, and I really, really just, I don't know, I appreciate it all around. They're really, fully spread their wings, but they're still finding ways to improve on their material, so, massive thumbs up for me. Yeah. Ty, you, you seem a little bit more, uh muted right here why don't you why don't you go off there
0: oh no sorry it's just because i'm not listening Um, okay (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, also fair you know what i've been there i like i like a lot of stuff about this season i i've made my objections known is that i think that around maybe probably the first half of the season they start going more into comfy mode than like weird gonzo you know like satire mode and both modes are fine i just prefer the the gonzo mode more
2: i i think but i don't
0: hate this i like all the characters here you know i i would still watch billy Quizboy just do his thing for you know a fucking 12 episode run it's just you know i prefer this as like a live wire act more than like a sitcom
2: there's also like sorry i'm just going to talk about 21 now because man I, i fucking love how these episodes handle 21's arc
0: where like i feel like
2: He's kind of in the same status quo for the for the rest of the show, but this is such like a nice tight little bow for twenty one as a character, as like, and what they've been doing with him with this season, especially like the the final scene. I'll talk about it when we do get oh, to Operation really? Pro. But that that final, I no, I think that worked. I think that worked. Uh, great. I well, okay, Maybe, it's, it's not specifically even specifically the scene with Doctor Orpheus.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure
2: Not though. the scene where he leaves.
0: I, I was going to say, yeah, all, all of the stuff with 21 and Sphinx, I think, is the weakest thing they've done with him. But I, I will agree that, like, the, the closure thing that they do with him is very good, which we'll get to. Yes. Hmm. I think my favorite thing about
2: Dean is that he has <laughs> realized... Oh, excuse me. Thank you. Bless you. Uh, he has realized this season that he is just going to become his father. And yes. he is terrified of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, no.
2: And he Hank at least has Hank at least has Brock that he can rest. Hank's it, got some know. swag,
1: just generally. Hank, yeah,
2: yeah yo, Hank he has does. Swag,
0: he gets slizz, and also he's just like his dad. He gets a Jewish
2: girlfriend him. later yeah. on. Not to not, not to be no, spoiled. She, my boy.
0: You. What the fuck are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> oh, well. she's very clearly Italian. No, in
2: oh okay, I I'm well. I
0: her, her dad's like a mafia don. Like, what are you? Yeah, talking I know,
2: about? I know. But I, I look.
0: Oh, I, oh, oh! we're going to make him into a offer you can't refuse. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, like, Jewish
1: mafias were really fucking big in like, I know, the sixties and seventies. Like, I
0: know, but he's like a stereotypical mafia don.
2: Okay, yeah, I know, I know. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Fair enough. I just wanted to. I wanted to be happier. For you my come boy. in here and on the
0: day of <laughs> my daughter's wedding, and she's not, oh, I'm already sad enough. <laughs> you come in here on the day of me marrying my daughter
2: <laughs> uh, who would you get to direct? A Jewish Godfather
0: I mean, it's got to be Woody Allen. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> It would be 90 minutes long and there'd be like weird uncomfortable undertones through the whole thing, but some oh, really so funny like lines. Godfather three. Yeah
2: yeah. I've never actually seen part three. Because you know everyone just says it's bad, and that's that's kind of it. And it's like, well, I I guess I'm ne- probably never going to see part three.
0: Hell, I've barely seen part one. I watched it like in college, and I got drunk halfway through and just fell asleep. Part one's <laughs> a
2: lot, so I understand. I I like part one and especially part two a lot, uh, but I've nice. only seen them once too. What so. if
0: we talked about the Godfather this whole episode? <laughs>
1: That wouldn't be a bad bit. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad, but I do want to talk about this half of the season some more because it is really good. I mean, you mentioned Phantom Limb earlier, Ty, but I think they finally like figured out what to do with him because he, I don't know, for one, he's a lot more interesting than the guild because there's less convoluted bullshit with him. There's just, yeah. they, they, they have a clear character. Mr. Doctor Impossible makes a really great uh, foil. Yeah,
0: and also like the kind of, I think... They, they smartly do not continue with the, oh, he's crazy, he's talking to a toaster thing. Like, like, they do that to start that episode off, because, like, yeah, that was the last status quo we had for this character, but it would have been so easy to, like, go in that direction the whole time, and I like that they're kind of bringing him back to basics.
2: Yeah, I understand why they got rid of him, but I actually do really like underbite stuff. Like, it's not great. But I think it is underbite is good.
0: Well, the thing about underbite is that underbite is great. He's a great character. He just does not work as a heavy in his own right. Like put, pairing him up, uh, pairing him up with. Other and I kind of wish he had fun. gotten
2: to keep him around as like a side guy because I think he does work well, he, he well back as back part of a trio.
0: I mean, he comes back at least a little bit in season five, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, but but he does die. Do right. He does die. So <laughs> yeah, of it's course. like, Well, uh, I, I think they at least found a groove for him and could have kept going that for the rest of the show. Not really much to say about hatred in these episodes. Yeah, they're still I've, doing I've, the
1: thing. He's not as it's not as much of a. He's you not know, as much of a
2: pedophile. Yeah,
1: not as much of a pedophile. Not as much of a revelation as he was in earlier seasons. Yeah, the the
2: the big distinct thing with hatred this season is that he has finally become part of the Venture family. Well, yeah. he's
1: been kind of, and I hate to use this term, but there's really no better one. He's been kind flanderized. of flanderized. Yeah, flanderized. Yeah, yeah. 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 they like. They, what made him work in the earlier seasons is that he was, like, you know, a supervillain, but he's also a pedophile and a loser. And now he's just <laughs> a loser.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> Sergeant Hatred being friend, or I was like, well, I'm gonna fuck a chai diddly <laughs> <laughs> eh, we got
1: tickets to a Broadway orgy. <laughs> 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 <Got Yeah>. t- <laughs> I'm imagining say, him saying, like, well, I'm in a dilly of a pickle right now. You see, there's this little boy.
0: <laughs> no, just, just, let, just let Chai Diddley Isle say That's all we need. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have sex I'm going to sex do with the Chai Diddley Isle. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Not <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck a doodly diddly up <laughs> the fire.
1: Well, howdy neighbor, I'm gonna fuck diddly up your chidedly iled.
2: <laughs> howdy
1: new neighborino, I am required by law
2: to
0: inform <laughs> you that I. <laughs> I'm, gonna <laughs> stay, I'm gonna stay five hundred diddly diddly doodly feet away from the school. <laughs>
1: I got the white Flanders mobile all red-diddly-diddly. edly <laughs>
0: That's some candidly <canned> <laughs> I'm a sex offendedly <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child diddly-diddler.
2: We're <laughs> time. I need you to breathe. I need to make sure you're breathing.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to pass out.
1: I just doodled your child.
0: I just diddly-diddly-doodled your child.
1: Mmm, <laughs> scrum diddly options.
0: I'm, just... I'm, did- <laughs> I'm on the sex offender did- registrino.
1: Sex offender registrino.
0: I'm on the sex offenderini registrino.
2: Puts a whole new meaning into stupid sex, say Flanders.
1: Yeah. No, but. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: fuck a diddly diddly Bart Simpson arena. <laughs>
1: God Can't damn it. <laughs>
0: keep going if gonna, you want. We're gonna have to cut out the last seven minutes. <laughs> I'm looking for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I get my name on this. Yeah, no.
2: Well, we can go an hour and ten minutes tonight. We can, we can you know,
1: make
0: up. No, I mean, I'm gonna keep it in, obviously.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've been a lot more vigilant about putting my name on stuff, trust me.
0: Oh god.
1: Look, I've I've made my peace with the fact that I have the show where 40% of the jokes are about pedophiles and I just can't let anyone employer wise And ever also in the future
2: the show where one hundred percent of the jokes are about
1: I am also working on that and yeah. both of those things cannot intersect with my career at all. But
0: Oh my god.
1: I did I did not think any of this through years ago.
0: <laughs> no, it was I mean they should not let they should not let twenty year olds do shit. <laughs> they really they really should. Yeah, there's
1: no way in hell I'm going to regret having like hundreds of hours of content of me in my early 20s up on the internet forever.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to like firebomb this thing in a couple years.
1: Oh, 100%. It just nothing. If you no guys Twitter, like the show, no
0: YouTube, no Patreon.
1: If you all Like the show, please download your favorite episodes because there's... No, don't.
0: No, no. I don't want there to be any evidence. Please never download any episode of the show.
1: (laughs) Please enjoy your memories. In
0: fact, if there's some way you can like get yourself into an eternal sunshine spotless mind machine after we delete the show, please do that.
1: I'll support you on that. But (laughs) in the meantime... Well, howdy, Homer. Can I fuck up Your Can son diddlyuk?
0: Accidentally diddly, f- uck? diddly with your child diddlyiled. <laughs> I'm a ray diddlyapost. Uh
1: I'm a okay. child.
0: I'm a child you know, molested diddly. No
1: I think we should go to the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a
2: good idea. I think that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Again. Every time I get no further. How long has it been? Come on in now. Wipe your feet on my dream. Could have been learning something.
1: we back. Lightning round. Diving bell versus the butter glider. Uh, this one's good. It's fine.
0: I I yeah. Think yeah, it's
1: just decent ones.
0: Yeah, I think it is useful in like setting up the conflict between like now competent twenty one and the monarch crew. Like in like we we already knew that twenty one was competent now, but I think this like puts into motion the things that will lead him away from the monarch crew into Sphinx and then back to being you know the monarchs number one guy
2: the song number i think was good on paper not great in execution
0: yeah uh, it I should not like They let let had fun sing. with it yeah 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 this one's is definitely it public, more on like the... a musician or no is hammer the musician i can't remember
2: no the i also Jim i do the like the, the, the joke in the cold opening
0: where um no but one of them is also a musician i know that Thurwell is like does the soundtrack for it but one of them like either public or hammer was like also a musician. Thurwell's music Andy, is so fucking saying? good.
2: Oh, I was just saying, I think uh, the bit with the, the Moppets and the Colum, it's one of their better jokes. I love them, like, respecting the Catholic hospital. Oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah like, doing the sign of the cross. Yeah, pretty funny. The, fun. stuff, yeah, about, the
1: stuff about King Gorilla being, like, on death's door is also pretty Oh, good. yeah, that's really good. <laughs> so mean.
0: Yeah, especially because, like, it's not anything fun. Like, he just has lung cancer. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah no, it's not, like... It's not like he has some magical sci-fi disease. It's it's no. It's just cancer. And yeah.
1: No. It's it's solid sucks. episode. It's a good. It's a good way to build the uh, the base of the rest of the season. Pomp and circuitry. Oh, okay. but by the
0: way, we we've talked a little bit about um, the lackluster endings of episodes. But I will say that the submarine coming out of the tear duct and about to fall on the monarch is one of the best they've done in maybe the entire run of oh, the show. Oh
1: yeah. No. They've yeah. finally gotten their groove back on how to perfectly end episodes. Oh.
2: I also really like the the little interaction between Monarch and Pete where he used to listen to a show in college. I thought that was. Oh yeah. He's
0: like, oh yeah, small world. I I will say that like I think with this new tone of the show, like the kind of irreverent like cutting in the middle of the action drops, like that doesn't hit as well because now they're also expecting you to invest in like a you know, narrative. Yeah. But I, I still think, like, in just objective terms, it's very funny.
1: Pomp and circuitry. Finally, we let, uh, we let Hank and Dean graduate. Finally, we- I, I love in the
2: beginning where Rusty just shittily taped audio over his oh, yeah, dad's yeah, thing.
0: Hank and Dean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that the information yeah, yeah. isn't even that good. The stuff about applying to college, I forget if that's this episode, but the, I love the fucking state school the show show with Rusty. To- yeah, the guidance oh. counselor shit.
0: I will say maybe maybe at least this season. I think one of my my favorite jokes they've ever done is um when, <laughs> when, oh. when when Hank is when Hank is like he's going through his list and oh god, I forget what gladiator he says, but it's like, yeah, it's my favorite gladiator not like, you know not not like the pussy other gladiator. Secutor. Then, yeah, not like the not like yeah, the secutor, not like the, you know, pussy down the hoplite or whatever that's not a gladiator but you know
2: sagittarius and and, the, and dean just pops up yeah and, and then and
0: just like yeah so dean you also have five and he's like four now <laughs> 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 like it's clear that he also put gladiators <laughs> 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 oh god it's they they i i think maybe one of the biggest unsung strengths of this show is just like how good they are at capturing that very like idiosyncratic like dumb teenager energy like obviously it's like kind of cartoony and silly but it's like they are like stupid and kind of like myopic in a way that an actual teenager would be and that makes it like i mean both with i mean dermot's like the big example like they do it really really well with hank and dean now that hank and dean actually get to have personalities um just the idea of like they just have like dumb little like trivia facts and like stupid little petty beefs that they have and that's just that's just that's all of being a teenager
1: Yes. Yeah. No. I, I, it's uh, awesome. Couldn't agree more. Any which way but Zeus. This one's
2: pretty good. There's like a, a lot of good bits. I think like the reveal of Zero is is pretty fun, though the voice is a bit obvious if you remember season three. Though no, I, I do not. I imagine the twist works better if you're if you're watching it on TV and it's not like oh okay.
0: Well, I mean, I think it helps that Hammer and Public do all the voices, so it's like it could just be. You like you could go into oh, this yeah. episode thinking like, oh no, they just ran out of voices, and the the one that's kind of similar to Scott Hall, but it, it it's revealed. Oh no, it's actually him, and you're like, oh, it's a fantasy. By
2: the way, uh, I think Ty will remember this because uh, I, I tweeted it out on Priv. I accidentally spoiled this. I name dropped Hensrin Zero by mistake.
0: Oh, you've done that a couple season. times, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it was. But I specifically remember doing that and being like, oh fuck, and Who you cares? just scoffed. Cause you're like dumbass, yeah. And it's like, yeah.
1: I didn't catch that shit. Well,
0: no, I know you, don't you know didn't. Who zero but, is? Yeah. yeah. But,
2: but but I did, and it was like, oh fuck. She I also died.
0: think I also think you underestimate how much we retain of these episodes.
1: Yeah, I
0: I forget everything that we say approximately seven minutes after I'm done editing.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, say. I
2: don't. I wish
0: I could do that.
1: Any Which Way But Zeus is solid. I mostly like the B-plot where the interrogation of fucking Dr. Venture, that's just, that's one of the like most solid comedic premises they've done in a while. And again, just so funny to see Rusty's just unstoppable ego versus a literal teddy bear It's just really fun.
0: Just like he's threatening, and, to, he's threatening to give sexual favors to the teddy bear, and it's oh. also like
2: this is this is I think one of the best they've done at selling just how bad of a father Rusty is. Just how like he, it f- put in like a like kind of sympathetic way of like, oh, he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't understand his what his children.
1: They really go all in on, like, him preferring fucking uh, Dean, like, this season. Like, they really go all in on... No, they just... They they kind of lean into, like, he's got his favorite son. He's a shitty father to both, but he's got, like, his personal favorite of the two. Yeah.
0: Well, and, I mean, he has that sweet moment where he's, like... He admits, like, no, it's because Hank is not like me. Uh, which I think is, like, maybe not correct. Like, I think Hank is more like Rusty. Or, I mean... Maybe Dean is more, like, young Rusty, but I think, like, now, like, Hank is a lot more, like, Rusty than Dean is. It's so, it, And I, I kind of like that dynamic of, like, making it clear where it's like, no, he loves both his sons, but, like, he just doesn't feel like he can connect as much with Hank. And so he kind of, like, lets Hank do his own thing, you know, because he's like, oh, you know, Dean is me, number two. And, you know, I already understand how Dean works. But Hank's, like, his own beast. And I, I, I think that, like, yeah, it's clear that he has favorites, but... If anything, I think like this back half of the season kind of pulls back on like, oh no, like it's making it clear that he just doesn't hate Hank or whatever, like he did in like the you know, oh Hank's gonna be a janitor episode. Mm, that's fair. Um, yeah.
2: I, I um, what? I also I, I really like the the ending scene where the 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 number twos and the, out. Uh, the number twos are reunited with the the late, like the sidekicks and stuff are reunited. Mm. That that I think... I actually don't know why you went like that. I don't know. I'm not sure what you're talking about. What's that? Oh, never mind. I thought you went like... Anyway. Um, oh, no, I
0: was I was making a joke because Spencer was like, um, Spencer was like, say it, and I was like, yeah, just fucking say
2: it. Oh. <laughs> but uh, make a poop joke, goddamn. <laughs> fucking I bet you won't. Uh, but I yeah, no, I, I also... There's a there's a real small little gag in that where like um on Captain Sunshine's superhero team, there's one of the other guys who's like... Where's the robot? Where's that robot? Buddy? <laughs> but he's dead because Hensman Twenty One fucking killed him. Yeah.
0: How Are you just gonna kill a ghost and a robot? Man, How you, listen, killing a robot that's one thing. How Are you just gonna kill a ghost robot?
2: Yeah, this episode's pretty solid.
0: I uh, everybody, I, I will say, sorry. I think like a lot of season or a lot of episodes this season have this kind of the structure, but this one might be the most this where it's like. And I think it's part of like it moving into that sitcom format is just finding an excuse to get every single character in the room together.
2: Yes, yeah, that is true. Like, yes. like
0: which I mean, I get you know they have fun dynamics. They're like, oh, we want to try out maybe different dynamics. You know, we're we you know where this I was is. Just like- to,
2: is this the first time they they like ha- name drop the apparel partnership? No, kind of I think they've
0: mentioned it. The, so. I think they've mentioned it a couple times before, but as yeah. like a throwaway joke where it's like, "Oh, haha, there are so many, you know, evil organizations or whatever." But I, I think this is the first time that they've actually moved it into like a, "Oh, this is like an actual extant thing."
1: Uh, everybody comes to Hanks. This is the my favorite episode they've ever done. I'll I'll leave the four to you, buddy. This is just like it's pitch perfect. Like they, the fucking Hanks aw shucks demeanor. Just goes so perfectly with, like, the classic noir language and parody. All of the jokes with, like, the little quests along the way. It's like a perfect fucking, you know, Raymond Chandler kind of parody that they're doing right here. Like, they match all the beats really well. And I love I love the way he talks to the woman and he's, like, calling her a dame or whatever. And it just gives him more swag somehow. It's so fucking funny that it's he just hat. becomes smooth.
0: It's the hat. The hat gives yep. him swag. The
1: hat does give him swag. God, I love that. Uh, the Dermot stuff's really solid, but the sidekick who ends up being the sidekick, the Alchemist. The yeah, Alchemist, he's great. He's wonderful in this. He's just yes. he has so much fun. They really get a hold on him of like this. You know, he's a specific other type of gay guy that uh, Shore Leave isn't. He's more. He's older. It's you. Yeah, <laughs> he is me. <laughs> he is me. <laughs> he is literally me, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, it's it's very. Uh, I don't know. It's just everything about this is so good, and the twist at the end that yeah, it's not Dur- that Brock wasn't Dermot's father, but it was fucking Rusty Venture being fucking a an scum-
2: underage. Like, oh, that's gross. Scum of the
1: earth. I, so, I,
2: I I will. I mean, they do at least give you the benefit of the doubt, which is I think the thing that is Is that like I genuinely do believe that he didn't know that she was like a minor, but it's still like, dude, come yeah, on. Yeah, I
0: mean. So I mentioned this in the first half. If anything, I kind of feel like they can't drop something. Like, and I, I get what they were trying to do. You know, they, like, make this, you know, they make the scene serious. They make it, like, play realistic or whatever. So they're kind of like, you know, listen, we're not, you know, we, we understand, like, the gravity of what we're playing with here. But I, I really don't think, like, you can drop into Rusty's character that as... What like a thirty year old man? He had no. Sex he was with- apparently
2: twenty six, which is funny how fucking bald he was. Sure, but that.
0: I I don't think you can drop that into his character without it, I, and either have the stakes of like, oh we're we're supposed to you know take this character as a character seriously. It's like, sorry, he fucked a child. <laughs> like I I don't know. It, there, there's just something that like I I am on board with like making Rusty a piece of shit, and I think they're very good at it. For me I think like this passes a line where it's like you need to actually like address this in the way that you write this character going forward
2: I yeah. I understand that yeah. I think that's a fair I think the payoff and the execution like I don't think this negatively affects future episodes I understand and I think it's it's a fine enough balance but I think being put off by this is absolutely just, fair because they are playing with fire
0: like I don't I don't think it is yeah I, I think, I think it's, I, Well, let me finish what I'm saying I don't I don't think it's a fair move to be like, yeah, this man had sex with a child when he was a grown adult, and then in the next episode be like, Isn't it so funny how he's singing little Broadway songs? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no, they are like,
2: definitely there's a their in there. eating it too. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't know. I I really I I can't say I agree. It's very no,
0: it's very it's very funny. I'm just like, also
1: that that ending
2: video of Hank like he at least gets to keep the knowledge. That he is sure. not a virgin. Sure. Yeah. Good for him.
0: And whatever. I'm not, and I'm not even saying, like, they shouldn't have done it or whatever. I'm just, like... Maybe it's just me personally. I don't know how, like, when you're supposed... Like, at the very least, put a buffer of, like, an episode in between where maybe there's a rustyless episode, you know?
2: Yeah. I think that's yeah. fair. I think that's fair. I just,
0: like... and, and or, or, you know,
2: you do the Dean episode first. Maybe. I think that's what you should yeah. have
0: done. Or... But there, there's just something so, like... I think especially because they don't make it cartoony. Like, they make it, like, very serious to kind of reflect that, you know, like, the actual gravity of the situation. The idea that then, like, you know, like, you can watch Brock, like, kill a million people, but it's like, oh, it's kind of fun, like, graphic cartoon violence or whatever. But, like, with this, it's like, oh, no, this is, like, a genuinely terrible thing this guy did. And it's like, and it's, we're not given any indication we're supposed to laugh at it, you know? And so, like, how do you how do you take that forward in watching this show, which maybe you don't. Maybe you're just like, oh, that was a fun little one-off experiment they did. And that's whatever, but like, especially now that serialization is such a big part of the show's DNA, it, it feels weird to me to just drop that and be like, nope, but he's still the funny Dr. Venture you always knew, you know? I don't know. Uh,
2: I, I do think, yeah, thinking about it now, the Dean episode probably worked work better first. Probably anyway.
0: But the Dean episode's great, so.
2: Yeah, it yeah, is. Nice. I like the the, the brown spider. Yeah, Brown Widow. Brown Widow. Yeah. He's yeah. great.
0: Voiced by Nathan Fillion. Uh
2: I, I I have definitely heard that name before. I
0: don't know. No. This episode in, He was in Firefly.
1: This episode's uh, like.
0: Did you ever watch Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog? No. Nope. No. Oh, what else would he be in? He's like a big he's like he's like one of those nerd guys who it's like, if you if you were on Reddit in like the year two thousand eleven, like everyone
2: knows who this okay. is. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that, that makes sense. Th- this episode's great. We've we've talked about like the we've talked about the Phantom Lim Revenge Society stuff, but it is like and, and I not to contradict what Ty was saying last episode. It's it's fun it's even ignoring the Rusty Broadway stuff stuff, it's funny how like they're trying to ruin Rusty's Man Child Broadway show dream for no good reason. Uh, yeah.
1: I also think Fat Chance is kinda of funny. It's just
0: petty. I mean that's what makes the villains in the show fun is just like, oh they're just fucking petty.
1: yeah they're just they're just mad at i don't know you are right it is a really fun dynamic and like i said that's why i like this season a lot is because the stakes are pretty low here they're just trying to ruin this guy's dreams because he sucks there's no grand overarching conspiracy or lore it's just these are fucking catty people that want to fuck with this terrible guy that's what I, that's what I like about yeah. the show. It's just a bunch oh, of man.
0: awful nerds just taking their frustrations out on each other,
1: and and Dean just being completely. Ab- I also love how
2: upset Dean is at his father for just like yeah, which, I have I a mean, shitty small no, apartment no in New York. Can you get the fuck out of here? But he can't say that to his dad. Yeah,
0: can I say they've mentioned it before? I do think boy reporter is the funniest thing you can have like an eighteen year old one to do with their life. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Especially because like I mean even reporter would be like okay that's kind of funny you know if it's like the G Wilkers thing he has going on but then saying boy reporter like he isn't a full grown adult <laughs> it's just such a perfect little cherry on it No yeah. I,
1: I agree 100%
0: I want to be a child star and it's like you're 24
1: <laughs> I want to win a child beauty pageant
0: <laughs> and it's like it's like you have progeria
1: Yeah you're you're twenty 25 and you're busted like yeah. even if even if you weren't you, you you're not winning
2: Uh, Assisted Suicide. Yeah, this one's good. This one's pretty good. I like the
1: inner mind stuff. I think it it, it could have been too cute by half. But I don't know,
0: the the Instead, way it's th- too ugly by a third.
1: You know what's nice? They went it it to, a- Let me finish. They went That's it to nice. actual characters and character building and it's a fun way to riff on pre existing characters by tying them to like these Freudian concepts or whatever. So I-, I think that they do a really good job with it.
2: And it could have been worse in that like they give way more of the cast a specific like they're this thing. Yeah. Rusty's id is fucking perfect. Yeah. I know it's, yeah, it's we, so just, we just we just spent like, like a
0: little weird boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, I also that the voice I, is it Doc Hammer that plays Rusty or is it Jackson Public? The 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 line reading Wait, they do Wait, Did you say who plays old, Doc Hammer? No, or who plays or, Rusty. Who, it's James uh, Rabiniak. Oh James Rabiniak, my
0: apologies.
2: Rabiniak, uh, I don't uh, know. They, 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 uh James Rubiniac, fuck the like slightly high way he plays like a teenage Rusty's voice is perfect. Yeah. It's
0: it's it's just I mean because it, it's funny because they could have gotten a child actor like uh, you know I don't think the budget is like that you know narrow where it's like you couldn't have just found like any child yeah there's actor no way the child rusty thing but just to be like no just make James Urbaniak do do his voice just like half an iota higher is very fucking there's weird.
2: no way this wasn't the undisputed most expensive Adult Swim show airing at the time
0: oh mm-hmm. of course but yeah by a mile well this or twelve ounce mass.
2: Yeah, that's true. The, that's a that's a great joke book.
0: for my for my Adult Swim. I old. That's that joke! Yeah, I
2: know that that joke. Yeah, I, it, really I think
0: it was it either part this part one or Squidbillies. Yeah.
2: Oh no, 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 twelve ounces. Anyway, it's, you uh-huh.
0: like you love that joke.
2: Because I've seen that show and I know it's what I think of when I when I thought of cheap adult swim. Yeah, I, I've never seen an episode, but I'm familiar with what the show looks cool, like. It's all you
0: need. It's it's not. I I think people like maybe overstate like how good it is sometimes, but it's pretty. It's pretty solid.
2: Okay, it's okay. like interesting. Maybe vote for us to watch Twelve Outs Mouse on Honestly, Patreon so Spencer can yeah. understand the context of this conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to. Anyway, the,
2: the silent partners. I like the, the cowboy speeches uh, Brock and, and Billy have with each other.
1: I think- I oh, think Ty, we, Ty let out a dismissive grunt, Ty. What's your issue with the cowboy speeches? I
0: just don't- I don't think they should have called it out. It-, it Maybe- Maybe it's just- Honestly, if I, it think, like I something think- It think Billy would say. I think- it, No, okay. I think it maybe would have worked if, if Billy was like, you sure love those cowboy speeches or something. But saying like, you're really good at those cowboy speeches just feel- I mean, it just feels like they're sucking their own dick. A little
2: bit. Yeah, I can get that. I can get that. I, I think this is the episode that uses Monstro so best. Like, he's never been particularly great, but he's fun in this character. I Again, once again, Pete, utter fucking scumbag. Also, Spencer, can thats leave that time? I don't. Like, uh, Like Pete is why do you think such... Are you, are
0: you telling Spencer to go? Well,
2: look, he's he's crunched for time. I'm saying, look, it's it's no problem if you. Oh, have okay. you have I'm not crunched direction.
1: for time at all. I just want to I want to stop recording and live oh, the rest yeah. of my okay, life. I'm sorry. Andy
0: really said "fuck you," Spencer.
1: Yeah, Andy. Yeah, no, get I the can't. fuck out! All oh, right, <laughs> Andy. Wait, Andy,
0: Andy are you abandoning Andy, me? I'm just I'm just checking the Discord now. Why did you type Spencer? I hate you. Please die.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ty I just idea. sent me a text screenshot where you called me a gay wad and. Uh, oh, sorry, that was from me. Yeah. Oh, also, we need, Billy we need being to like a- bring back that term. Gay wad. Oh, yeah. We need to bring yeah, back that You know that what? Insult. That's pretty good you know insult. Ga- yeah.
0: gay lord, too.
1: Gay lord and gay yeah. wad.
0: Oh, like the gay with the suffix on them are pretty good. It's cool. like yeah. a
2: perfect, like, I'm 16 and I'm really mad insult. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gay lord. Oh, you know yeah.
0: what another great one is? What? Dick wad.
1: Dick wad. Yeah. You yeah. know what fell off? Douchebag. That really, the douchebag, douchebag did fell off. I think yeah. it got,
0: I think it got associated with like Jersey Shore guys so much, where it wasn't fun to use anymore. Yeah, like yeah, you know, because no, I mean, like I, I, when you say douchebag, you mean like, whoa, you mean I'm like Paul D? Uh, nah, it's not me, you know.
1: I, I was, I was using that term. I was just like, I typed it out recently, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I saying this?
0: <laughs> yeah, so like, it's also,
1: I.
2: <laughs> I like where uh, the pirate captain gets called out for referencing an episode of Degrassi. That's good. Mm, This is a fun episode. Yeah. Okay. Operation Prom. Yeah, this is my favorite episode of the show. Like, it's a big... Because I think Doc Hammer and Jackson Public wrote this episode because they weren't sure that season five was getting in. So they, they wrote this as... The series finale, and boy can you feel that in every aspect of this episode with the, the Tracer Sync stuff and the prom. The way, like, the, the they dragged the Monarch crew in this episode even though you don't really need them here. It's just, it's... There's a lot of really good stuff here. I love Rusty getting stuck on a date with Andrea Dworkin. Andrea <laughs> that, Dworkin.
1: That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's one of the best jokes that show has ever done. <laughs> I don't
0: yeah. know why. Why would Andrea Dworkin come to a party hosted by Jonas Funcher?
2: To ruin Rusty and Jonas's life.
0: I mean, the, because yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to think of anybody who'd work and would hate more than than Jonas Venture. Maybe she was really trying tough. to get some sliz there. Maybe she was trying to get pipe, yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe <laughs> she had, like, she had, like, an Allen Ginsberg-type thing going on there where she wanted to, like, say to their faces, like, I hope you die or whatever.
0: <laughs> she Maybe she had an Allen Ginsberg-type thing going in there where she was like, I'm gonna fuck a diddly-doodly Rusty Venture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Allen Ginsberg-Flanders, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> 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 i'm in Nambid diddly ambla i'm in nambly doodly
0: i'm a member of the beat and diddly doodly generation
2: <laughs> um but you know i already mentioned the scene like where where 21 like finally like copes with the fact that oh i love that they, they just decided no 24 isn't real he's just hallucinating because he can't move on which is Really good. Uh, the the. How did you feel about the swing wait, scene, hold on, Spencer?
0: Wait, shh, before I mean, we move on. Before we move on. Well, golly, I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by mad dillyabness.
1: <laughs> mm. Thank you. Which swinger scene? Since there's there's the well, it's stuff.
2: the one where where the monarch reveals that he and Doctor Girlfriend are swingers.
1: Uh, is that later in the episode? Since I didn't get to finish the episode, yeah,
2: that that is uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll.
0: I thought it was a cheap way to get twenty one away. From yes, him. especially considering
2: monarch. how possessive Monarch can be. Yeah,
1: I gotta be honest. He seems too possessive to be a swinger.
0: I, I hate yes. to break it to yeah. you. I mean, it's like I I kind of get the logic between like, oh, haha, they're villains, so they love swinging. You know, it's like they don't have any sense of morality or whatever. But it's like it just, yeah, it doesn't fit yeah. with the character. We have never had any indication that this was the case before. Like, it it just it feels like just like a cheap, like like it feels like a sleight of hand trick to be like, oh, we, you know, if we come back, we don't want twenty one to be with the, you know, we want twenty one to be in a different situation.
2: I love. I love fucking um, Dermot and Hank's band. They're shitty fucking band. That is that, so
1: tight. Yeah, if I have one regret from my high school years, I wish I was in a terrible band. I, Spencer, I know I know you didn't see it. The post credit
2: scene of of Dean being upset at fucking oh, yeah. Triana so he goes to burn Across, a cross on yeah. the Outriders yard. <laughs>
0: I'm in the the coo diddly (laughs) clucks (laughs) clad
2: And then, you know, the stuff with Tracer and Hunter, I think, is fun for what it is. Tracer
0: has always been too much for me.
2: Yeah, I get that. Well, they they get rid of him mostly for this. But I I think this makes sense in the sense of, the Sphinx thing was fun, but we're doing, oh, but it's time to go back to normal OSI stuff, which is fine.
0: Well, that's Um, the thing about this episode is, like... I think had they written it as like purely like a send off, I think they could have gotten a lot good out of it. And I think there is a lot of good in it, but there is also a lot of like setting the bases up for what they want to do next season. Where I'm kind of that's like, also true. It it affects. I think it affects like the. Not only, like, the pacing, but also just, like, the overall quality of the episode is, like, when you see something that's clearly meant for, like, oh, this is gonna pay off in season five if we get a, you know... Which I guess they had to do or whatever. Yeah, but I like, think it's, like, build. it's
2: also vague enough, like, Hunter getting the OSI back is... It feels, it's also kind of a reward for all he's been doing this season, so I think it works enough he's on its
0: own. like two episodes this season. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the
2: Sphinx, it
0: was like four no, or the Sphinx or stuff is in a lot, but Hunter himself. He's sure,
2: like... but I think you can also like throw in like he's ordering around Brock and leave. It's, it's fine. Okay. Uh, sure. Then, of course, you have the big thing for me, which is the needle drop of like
1: a friend after yeah. fucking Molotov's yeah. death. Good pull. Great... Pull. Yeah. Did not expect that in the yeah. show.
0: I mean, I love I love any show made by guys who have like a good sense of music, you know. Or have
1: that's like, yeah. why they, they hired Jim like, Fetus yeah. to do the music because they have good taste.
2: That yeah, that that like the Brock running back to the like venture if, compound because he thinks everyone is going to die.
0: It be like but if it Netflix turns out he's met Jim Fetus. It'd be like, I'm gonna give you a, a boar shin.
1: All right Andy keep going All right we're okay uh, but um you, you, it's like nice. that that ending so you got to learn to let jokes die sometimes yeah, of, yeah, of of of
2: yeah. Of Brock just, just fucking terrified that everyone he cares about is going to die and just the realization and then the, on top of that that Rusty's Rusty's fucking roofie worked and then that it also turned all of the assassins into the horrible monsters is like yeah no that's a perfect note for Brock as a character well, and,
0: and I think like the ending of that episode where it's like oh Brock smiling pulling out the knife like oh here's another adventure like I think if they were trying to like you know put a cap on the show, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, it's really, really good in that sense. You know, and, and I think this also really works as their first, like, full hour-long special episode, you know, with commercial breaks, obviously. Yeah. And and, and I fucking love so much of this episode, because it's just, it's the most Venture Brothers episode in a lot of ways. And also just, you know, how shitty the prom is. Oh! <laughs> the Rusty Venture joke. I can't believe we didn't mention that, Oh, yeah. That's what is a Rusty Venture?
0: I mean, it, it kind of did feel, I think, maybe a little Urban Dictionary. It's it, like, a little fan
2: service but I, yeah. I really like it. Um, Was well, so I have nothing yeah.
0: against it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm a negative male. Uh, anyway,
2: yeah, no, I, I love Operation Prom because I love Venture Brothers mm-hmm. Season 4 Part 2. And okay. uh, that's that's all I
0: really have to say. Yeah, good season. Pretty solid.
1: All right. Yeah, that's going to do it, folks. Uh, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Later.
1: My white-ass just hit record.
0: Yeah, I hit record. Um, I just had a little okay. hoot nanny there. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <sighs> okay, so... Oh,
0: fuck, uh... Oh god, I went for too long. Oh, oh, the human body was not meant to do you late for that long. Oh.
2: Countdown!
0: i fight. <laughs> What's fight. I'm gonna fight and grow up.
1: What the fuck is happening?
0: <laughs> i <I'll> am fight. <laughs> no, I was trying
2: to
1: power. I feel like I'm in hell right now. <laughs>
0: I'm juiced up. Okay. <laughs> I got that juice on me. Yeah. All right. Got okay. That juice we're you. doing
2: Venture Brothers. Uh, all right. Okay. Me. Okay. Three, two, one...